You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's, it's free. Shocking that Esther, that's what you were about to say, right? Yes, it's free. Uh-huh. It's always number one on our list. It's free. Everyone wants to freaking start a podcast. This is the easiest way we're about to tell you. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And and, and, and they will distribute your podcast for you. So it, it can be heard from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of the platforms, basically. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's the best. I mean, imagine that. That's like the lowest, that's low pressure. Everything you need. With Anchor. Everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, trash bagged slugs thrown in the trash can, whatever your names are. I am on the road. I will be at Helium in Buffalo, New York on July 30th and 31st. I will be at the Tempe Improv in Arizona, August 6th through 8th. I will be at Caroline's in New York. Please come to that. I'm so excited to go back to uh, New York on August 12th through 14th. And we'll do the rest of the dates next week. But it's very (laughs) exciting. You can go to my website, AnnieLetterman.com, and you can pick up my drawing on a shirt. Hi, slugs. I'm really excited because my clothing line, Sleepover by Esther, has a brand new drop finally. It's the Twilight Zone collection. I'm wearing the pants right now, black and white with alien green logo. And here, I'll I'll model it. Oh, God, my midsection. Blur it out. Um, Also, in October, I'm coming to Florida, Dania Beach. Uh, uh, Where am I going? I don't remember. It'll be on the screen. But come see me in Florida this October. First of all, I have to, the elephant in the room is my beautiful voice. I had a cold or something. And so I sound, what do I, do I sound? You sound like you're mocking me. You sound like you're making fun of me. <laughs> to me, I sound so different. Like you can tell, right? You sound like Annie. Really? Yeah. But you know what? The more you talk, I think you had to kick it up a little bit. What do you mean? Like you sound, the more you're getting animated and like you're, the life is coming back into you, the less you sound. Oh, that's good. Okay. But this is a point where it still sounds sexy. It could oh. go spiral down into you something else. Cro- like frog croaky is yes. definitely in the in the like playlist. When I first met, when I first talked to Bobby on the phone because I wanted to talk to him before meeting up with him because I was paranoid if he would be like a dick. I wanted to vibe him out. Did you think maybe he was catfishing you? Um, no, no, not that. I was afraid. I wanted to know if I even wanted to meet him at all and yeah. see how he was on the phone. Like, what's he like? But I had lost my voice completely. And just little spritz of sound would come out. Oh, it like this. <laughs> it was so bad. That's like so scary. So he thought I was catfishing him. Like he was like, I think this is a man trying to sound like. And you have those shoulders. I so. had the shoulders. <laughs> the swimmer shoulders never help. Well, Esther, like what I would do in your scenario, which you would never do. This is the obvious opposite thing you would do in the world. I would take the moment of your voice being deep. I would buy like a carton of Newports, right? <laughs> I would just do it. I would yell into what? the ethers. And then when it was as deep as it could be, I would leave my voicemail message. Oh, my God. I'd be like, hey, it's <laughs> Esther. But it is weird. Like, why is your voice like the way that it is? And like, what is that? I think I just, I think since the moment I could talk, you were smoking. I've never <laughs> stopped smoking. Yes. <laughs> Wait, have you always had a raspy voice even when you were younger? Yeah, I always had a – yeah, I've, but I am um, – Is there like a scientific – like are your vocal cords I was diagnosed different? with Newports in middle school. Middle school <laughs> Newports. No, they – I went to – you'll actually really like this. I went to my commercial agent's uh, place in New York years ago 
And there was like the head guy was in this like big room and I used to like to go in and like be like, oh my God, I pretend to be scared of him. I was like, oh my God, it's like the big head honcho. Ah. And um, I would like pop in and one day he goes, you know, I'm just like dying for his approval and wanting him to say something nice <laughs> to me. He goes, he goes, oh my God, your voice. He, um, he goes, it's so, and I, I said, unique. And he was like, damaged. What <laughs> happened oh to you? It was so funny. <laughs> but you know, when I went to Spain, all of the women there sound raspy and sexy. And I don't know it's because if like Spanish people have to roll their R's a lot or they just have a very like hard on the consonants type of, but I've never met a Spanish woman that didn't have a sexy, sultry voice. What? You know what they it is? You know like what it these. is? It's the spice and the spunk. You know, in the go-go, they're <laughs> swallowing that and it's it's tearing apart. I've tried that my whole life and it has not worked. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like it's – I'm just curious. Is there something – like if I if we look at your vocal cords and your vocal cords, are yours like – Polypy probably. <laughs> I mean there's probably herpes all over them or something. <laughs> are yours like help us? <laughs> she won't stop. But there is – I did do – I did an episode of the show years ago with Joel McHale. It was this like spinoff show of The Soup called The Soup Investigates. And the episode that I did, we were, it was when Vocal Fry had first come out. Mm. It was like the Kardashians were getting big. And I didn't butts. even associate. Bad joke. Big butts. <laughs> Don't say your joke's bad. <laughs> they didn't know. We'll clip it. We're clipping out when she said it was bad. But um, we'll put it at the end of my, one of my jokes. Be like, Esther's being mean. <laughs> um, but so the I went and talked to this like speech expert and she said that they think it started in, when women were going into the workplace to like have a deeper voice to sound more Vocal authoritative. Fry? Yeah, that it was like they were like trying to match men's voices. But then I'm like, vocal fry is, sounds kind of. Dumb, but there's yeah. there's a there's an inflection in vocal fry that makes it vocal fry. So there's like a pause, right? Do it. So like like there's oh, like yeah. a long like a, a and that's what I don't like about hey. it. It's like was that it? Hey, honey, really? you try. Yeah. Do it. Everyone do, do it. it. You go first, Annie. Uh, oh, that was natural. That, that was wasn't an impression of me. Now you're <laughs> No, it wasn't a queef. <laughs> Esther, you go. She, you I have don't it know. Now. I need Now's to Now's your moment. Okay, I'll do it. Like, like oh my God. <laughs> really? It's like a long drawn uh -huh. out. Like, uh, uh huh. That's actually pretty good. Well, I did the show. I learned I learned from this woman. Tell me what to say. Um say so I like go go on my no no nose. <laughs> I really like go-go. Oh, my God. You, you did, did say it. it. What? This hair changed you. Wait. Why? Are you okay? Okay. You hang on the why long. So then it fries out. You're welcome, boners. No, this is like a podcast nightmare. I feel like all people hate on podcasts is when someone is, has vocal fry. Mm -hmm. And now we're, we're just giving it to them straight up, serving it fresh. But they never, they, people go through trends of what they hate on yeah. podcasts. It's it's a new thing each time, you know. There was a, The worst thing ever changes. Yes, it does. It's, it's, it's like in the zeitgeist of what like podcast listeners are going to hate. For a while, it was like people have kind of dropped when yeah. people say like. Because at this point, I I blame my so-called life, the show, for why I say like so much. I was so obsessed with that show. Did you watch that show? Um, I've heard of it. That was my sister's big show, like always on, and she's obsessed. <laughs> it's good. I so I like hate it because to me it just reminds me of like the time where I wasn't allowed to watch cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't allowed to watch the Twilight Zone. You freak. <laughs> you weird. 
Oh my god, I really actually am getting attracted to you. Why? I mean, first the hair, the now hair, the voice. It looks like you're you. just becoming oh me. Oh my god, you're slowly <laughs> becoming me. Your sweatpants are higher than usual. Wait, she has an extra pair of hoops. Annie, throw them in. No, her. no, 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 no. If you, well, these are the ones that went through the nipple. The, the, no, and also those look so heavy. If How you do put you these, wear those? They're not, they're not they're heavy. They're so light. Twenty one. Let me feel. Oh my god, they're so light. <laughs> Esther, put these through your nipples right now. These will put these through your nipples right now. That's crazy. You guys, if Esther doesn't get her nipples pierced, I'm quitting the show. I do think a small barbell in a nipple. Who is are cute. you? Honestly, something happened when they dyed your hair. I've always thought that the girl, the girl, the cool girls in high school got it without me. I told you. Wait, guys do this. you have a twin sister you didn't tell us about who's traded places with you, like in in Big Brother when they do that? There's just oh like one they trade out. Did you guys watch Big Brother? Yes, of course yeah. I watched that season. You didn't, you stopped watching. I did stop, but that season I did. Esther, can I confront you about something? You're a stupid bitch for stopping <laughs> watching that show. Because you used to watch like live feeds with me and shit. Yeah. You went deep. The live feeds of Big Brother was, that was like, I wasn't like leaving my house because I didn't want to. What are you leaving your house to work? You <laughs> hey, don't leave your house if you can. hate to bring him up again, but I think Eric Griffin was on board with you when like, Big Brother uh, mania. Really? Um, yeah, I think I, he's super obsessed with it too. Hate to bring him up again. Hate to bring. Hate him to up. bring him up. We just don't want to bring up the fact that he told us we, that we had to wear lingerie. And he's a I sexist. love you, Eric Griffin. We've had so much fun together. He's engaged. He's engaged. That's amazing. Congrats, Eric. Holy shit, Eric! You got engaged before Kalila. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like dude. An- Gilbert got engaged before me. He did. Yeah, Gilbert. He got, is I thought you were gonna say Gilbert got engaged before he got circumcised. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> also a fact. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What if he put the ring in his? His like pee skin, his pee pee skin. Yeah. And then sh- when she folded it back, the ring fell into her hand. Oh, that's romantic. Isn't that the cutest? She just wipe the little cheese. Do you off. hide it in the turtleneck you and guys. then you pull back the turtleneck and then there is the ring? That is so surprising and romantic. It's not. Romantic. It is romantic. By the way, yesterday, um, sir, what? <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, we were shooting Dollface and Kat Dennings was like, oh my God, like everything's so different now. Like Shay and Brenda have babies. I'm engaged. She's like, Esther, you're engaged. I was like, I've been engaged since before the first season. <laughs> like Esther, got you got a, the same car, but a newer one. <laughs> Esther, so I hear there, there's been backlash Dude. about your Corolla. From who? Dude, the people are like coming for me. They're like, you are wrong. Why would you get a Corolla? You should have gotten a Tesla. It's people are mad at me about the Corolla. And I have, I have what? Can you pull up the amount? I bet you this is, is this one or two comments? No, no, no. It, it was like, it wasn't that much, but it was, it definitely has like stuck with me. And I just want to say that I come, I came to my conclusion because I, you know, I'm like, did I make a mistake? Like, should I have gotten the Tesla? Mm. And now I've decided that a Tesla has bitch, I made it energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ready to have bitch, I made it energy. Mm-mm. I'm like, I'm still on my climb and I don't want to like roll around town being like, I, mm-hmm. like I, there's something about it that makes me there's feel scared. There's something about you saying roll around town that does fit you, but <laughs> it's, there's no car involved. Push me. <laughs> no, Esther, um, they have not, until you've lived a mile sleeping in Moore's basement, you will not know what it's like to be Esther. You can't, your dad would disown you if you he was, yeah. And also, you also have to understand that this car is 20 years newer than the car I was driving before. This is very big. It's so very big. I feel like I'm driving around town in the nicest car ever. Look, I stand a Corolla. You guys know this. I, I will awesome. put hands on anybody 
who says that you should have gotten a Tesla because then they don't know who you are. Honestly, you. the white is the issue I have. Why? You are the, you are the as far as cleanness, you are a lazy bitch. And they get dirty so fast. It's, yes, I. Did you get it to match your favorite liquid death? No, I got it. I told you guys, the, I heard once that white is the safest car on the road because everyone can see it at night. Everyone's like, oh, I always thought <laughs> everyone's like, look at that look rental at that car. Nerd. <laughs> I've never been someone to stop and look to see if a car is dirty at all. Like, I don't look at a car and be like, wow, they haven't gotten a car well, wash. Well, obviously, so. we've seen your your Bobby's car. <laughs> well, that's not my fault. <laughs> Do you drive? I drive. I drive but, all the time. Uh, but you have no car. No, I had um. You guys, I'm I'm from the hood. I used to have a expedition. <laughs> I used to I used to drive a really big expedition. Was it raised? And Annie knows this story. But when I first started dating Bobby, um, I parked in front of his house because I couldn't park in like the guest spot. It was too big. My car was too big, so I would park outside. And, and then, then Bobby then, drove into it like Sam Tripoli. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Um, it was a difficult part of my life. So um, this is when I was coming out of nursing school. I was, I feel like I was spiraling, but um, <laughs> I racked up a lot of tickets and it got impounded. And then I just said, so let go, let God and see ya. That's so hot. Wait, can you do that? Her car went to prison. Yeah. And then I never got bailed. I never bailed him out. Did you never get, re you never got another car. So you never needed to do <sighs> registration because sometimes they'll get you with that on the next round. No, I haven't had a car since. I haven't had a car in almost 10 years. Like, I asked Bobby that crazy. the other night. I said, I go, who drives when you guys drive? And he said, he does. He does. Which, it, uh, but with your heart condition? <laughs> honestly, he does for short distances. And anytime we go to Palm Springs or anything far, that's when he pins it on me. Yeah. And then and what he does is really rude. Because at least when he drives, I'm always like an active co-pilot. Yeah. Like I'll, I'm active on the music. I'm active in conversation. What he does is he lays the seat flat and he knocks out. And I'm all alone in this five-hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> but do you lead a normal life? Like, what if do you have to be like, oh, Bobby has the car today, so I can't like. Well, Bobby doesn't go anywhere either. So I actually drive more than him. I end up, you know, if I go to the beach, I take the car. Also, I have the hours of 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. to do whatever I want I because he doesn't wake up right. till 3 p.m. So I can live a whole life before then. I know I've told you this off of the show before, but I used to have a boyfriend who would wake up. At like 5 p.m., I would have gone to yoga, jujitsu. Like I would have like had a whole day, gone on a lunch date, like had so much fun my whole day. I come home and be like cooking dinner or whatever, and he would like be like, I never have any space. And I'm like, motherfucker, it's been I've been up for 12 hours. What are you Without doing? Without you. Yes. That was my COVID life. Cause as you guys know, Dave slept till like four o'clock every day. So all day I was just like lit I was alone and talking to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you were never alone. <laughs> you were on FaceTime with me the entire time. Yeah. Todd just is like so used to just he like he I'm assuming can sleep through this or he just suffers <laughs> quietly. But I will just if someone FaceTimes me in the morning, I will just he's just like, it's fine. Like I was like, is it okay? And he's like, and then I'll just be FaceTiming while he's still asleep. And I then can I sleep show through him. that too. I that doesn't annoy me at what? all. Yeah, it wouldn't I annoy like me I like when I'm asleep and the world is fussing around me. That's a good feeling. Do your animals wake you up at night? Because I'm going through mm -hmm. a really difficult phase with Donut where at 4 a.m. 
she does these grumbles, like these like grumbly noises, and she doesn't stop until you get up and walk her to the water bowl. Like she's thirsty in the middle of the night, and it's driving me nuts. Can you move the water bowl closer? We do. Excuse but me? she wants you to like lift her. You have to like it. stand. You have to w- escort her. Wow, and- she really is her mother. <laughs> that is really. She's just mirroring what she sees. Is that crazy? Is that Does bad? Does she make Dave make her popcorn in the middle of the night? Too? <laughs> My dogs don't wake Honestly. up until I wake up. She used – that's how she used yeah, to be. Yeah, like I don't – they don't dictate my sleep-wake cycle. I dictate theirs. I yeah. would never live – have it any other way. You're the alpha, so you just have to alpha her. Yeah, you have to alpha I am her. not the – donut is the alpha in my no, house. No, but you have to switch it. I, I refuse. Dogs are Pretend above me. Pretend she's Carlos. Dogs <laughs> are above me. Does Randy ever wake you up in the middle of the night? Randy doesn't wake me up in the middle of the night, but Randy gets up like an hour probably earlier than I would sometimes. But I've trained him now. I went out – well, Todd did, I guess. I went out of town and Todd just ignored him when he whined. Mm-hmm. So now he just – if I can – I can be quiet. I can tiptoe out and I can go like take a shit and like go get coffee without him and then take him out afterwards – but um, if he wakes up for a second, we're going out. Yeah. My dogs are not like super regimented in that way. I also am like, I don't know if you do this, but like I maybe you don't. But I think, do you feed her the exact same time every day? No, she has free range to the food. Like, Oh. She, yeah. But she never eats because she's scared to eat. It, this is like a whole thing. Randy um, eats at night. Like Randy will yeah. wait until like late night. He's just like – Oh, I have His feeding mama. times. I have designated feeding times. But then for can Larry, I, can I was going to say, can I come too. over for a feeding time? That sounds really fun. Will you serve me a bowl? But I don't, again, it's like it could be an hour off, you know, an hour earlier, an hour later. I don't like to spoil them in that way, yeah. I guess, because it's like. Mm, well, you do have to be their leader. You really do. Like, and they will. Yeah. They will do what you say. Eventually. Yeah. So they don't, they don't command me to anything. I would love to be a dog in your pack. <laughs> I, I would like I would feel so well, secure. Well, pop out a hip and she'll bring right over. <laughs> oh yeah, just get damaged. cut an arm off and she'll take you in. <laughs> we should probably talk about this since this could potentially happen to you. So there's this girl who had tonsillitis and she went to the hospital and she got her tonsils removed. And the next day, when she woke up, she had a full blown Irish accent. What? <laughs> That's so funny. I swear to God, George, pull it up. And so I want to know She's if you were to wake up with any accent after they take your tonsils out, what would it be? British, right? Like I feel like you have to say British. Mm. It's like the commonly like – If I had an Asian accent. How do you not say British? What What are your guys' answers? You don't know any other accents. It's so funny. <laughs> what else is there? I want like a thick Baltimore accent. Uh, what, what is a Baltimore it's accent? It's the same – like? it's exactly the same as Philly. It's like so trash. It's like – it's just the same, like, it, like it, well, for Philly, it's like over easy eggs, over air, like you guys, like over Oh my God, air. like Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown, oh yeah. Oh my God, what is I that? miss it. Um, you Kate didn't watch I didn't watch it. It's so Can good, you, Annie. Like, pop your tits out of my mouth? <laughs> They're coming for you. <laughs> what did she Wait, sound like? I want to see this. It takes place in Philly, doesn't it? Yeah, or it's Phil- Philly. Philly. Oh, so Kate Winslet has a... Philly yes. Yes. It's and so people from it. Philly really think that is she it did a, a good job. Though? It's a murder. Yeah. No, it's a no, whodunit. Uh, actually, yeah, I don't. It'd be Very too much I don't for partake you. in the murder. It's a it's a whodunit series. I used to be in the. I don't even want to do those anymore. I what? really am working on not having any mm. darkness around me. It's pretty dark. Do you ever feel like something is just preventing you from achieving your goals? What isn't? preventing me. <laughs> I am a child of trauma. <laughs> or something is maybe interfering with your happiness? Yes. Well, you should check out betterhelp.com slash trash Tuesday 
because I know I have anxiety and I really need more than just the normal life. I need help. That's why I use BetterHelp. And BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Yeah, when I um, realized I'm in fight or fight, <laughs> I, you know, you got to talk to someone. You got to talk it out. You need someone that's a trained professional. That you can connect with in a safe and private online environment, which is so convenient. And you can start communicating with someone in under 48 hours from right now. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And my favorite part about it is the journal feature. So you can send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone session. We want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash trash Tuesday. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash trash Tuesday. You guys, Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Yeah, and it is like when I say this, when I'm going to like go smoke a cigarette or do something, it's like there's a thing I want to do. So yeah. Lucy gives you that thing. It's Without all the gunk of cigarettes. Like for yeah. instance, when Bobby has to travel on long plane rides, this comes in really handy. And it's researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. And Lucy has cr created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. And Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three other flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. And these lozenges and gums are fsa and hsa eligible so you can use your fsa cards to purchase lucy now and it's convenient discreet products can be used anywhere on flights like kalila said at work on the go even in the gym i don't know why they still have all the cigarette holders in the bathrooms in the airport by the way that they, is weird they should have lucy holders they should have lucy holders it's 2021 get rid of your cigarettes unplug your vape throw out your dip and get some lucy nicotine gum or lozenges this is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. And it's so simple. You don't ever have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible. So you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Trash Tuesday listeners can go to lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAY to get 20% off all products on your first order, including the gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAY at checkout. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code Tuesday. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an, an addictive chemical. Let's see her accent, George. Lenny, this video is for you. I woke up this morning. I didn't do anything different. I had breakfast. I didn't really talk to my housemates because... Lexi had gone to work already and Sasha, I don't think she was up before I left. I took a shower and I I usually sing oh, when I'm it really is. showering and listening to songs and all of a sudden I was talking in an Irish accent. Oh my god. And I thought initially that that was just something I was just hearing that this can't be real. And now I can't shake it. Oh my god. Did what did she have before? What was her accent before? I think she was just an American accent. Oh, she was Australian? It's totally not normal. And I'm on my way to the hospital. Steward is coming soon. Um, and I'll keep you posted. Shut <laughs> up. But it is like that a... sounds like Conor McGregor. I, I do like an Australian accent. That's like kind of oh, sexy. I, I have a little bit of uh, Australian PTSD because less, less boyfriend type stuff. But um, yeah. 
I, you know, I love New Zealand. New Zealand's my favorite. I don't remember what a New Zealand accent is. It sounds <laughs> and I banged so one. good. So good. It's the best. I, I can't do it. Oh, I'm so kind good. of hearing it. It's so good. It's the best. Um, Can you do it? I can't do it. I don't know what Esther heard. But I heard you kind of doing something. You just are attracted to her. No, I know. <laughs> You're trying something. to put a thing on her to like take away that it's not just her you're attracted to. Annie, so Baltimore for you, Esther. Australian? I'm going to say British. I feel like you can't go wrong. Yes, but this but is what part they're, of England? Their class, there's yeah. a class system you can tell in their mm-hmm. accent. Oh, fuck. So are you like a crikey? No. Are you, are you like, for example, are you from Essex? Are you like, I think... No, no, no. I think, I I'm, think. I'm like, hello, I, would you like tea? You're, you're a posh one. Po- yeah, I'm posh. I like how you're a waitress in this. <laughs> would, would you, you like, like some tea? <laughs> Could I get you some more refill? <laughs> would you like fries with that? <laughs> no, I'm Irish. Um, yeah, I think British, right? I don't know. Do you know I, what I, I, I want to do? Me, I'm going to start, start doing a hypnosis where I try to teach myself <laughs> to let loose with accents. Because I do have like, when you do accents, do you get like a fear of being uh, doing a bad job? Uh, no, I'm a mimic. So for me, I just have to listen. If I hear it, like when we went to, when me and Dave went to Australia, we like, I could nail it, but it has to be fresh and I mimic it. it, And then I'm like, fine. But it is a listening skill. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. But I get really, I I was, um, my ex-boyfriend or this guy that I was dating before, he asked me to do a Trump impersonation once. And I, (laughs) what? Yeah, he just was like, he was just like, try it. Because I was like, I want to see if I can do like impersonations. But I didn't mean like right then. And he was like, all right, do Trump. And I just like, I don't, I went like, you know, like, I don't know what I said. Please do it. No, but I really, I couldn't even tell you. I just did like nothing. I was like, um, the country or whatever. And he was like, he started laughing at me. And I had a visceral like breakdown. You got like panic, fight or flight, like. Red, like red like it was like the most I don't know why that was the well thing. it's you know that saying in therapy if it's if it's hysterical it's historical so there might be something like <laughs> that someone made me say do Trump voice before <laughs> yeah. no but it was you know when, when you were little, little, like, on the spot out. yeah it was like yeah maybe I uh, do remember wait that did give me a flashback and you know I <laughs> it love was attention. in that part of your brain where the memory it was in that part of where my clipping is <laughs> you can feel it my track oh my track <laughs> my track's bringing me back um no I okay so I love attention there's no I will never hide that uh my whole family loves attention however when I was like eight or nine or ten somewhere that age group my we went to the Phillies game for me and my twin brother's birthday and I said to my mom, do not – I go, mom, you're not getting the Philly fanatic to come do – because they would get like the Philly fanatic as the mascot and they would come like pour, you know, confetti on you and they yeah. put you on the jumbo truck. And I was like, you're not doing that. My mom's like, no. And I was like, okay, good because I really don't want that. And she's like, okay. So they get there and the fucking Philly fanatic comes. And my swim coach was there. I was like so embarrassed. And um, my swim coach was – oh, my God, embarrassed. I almost – I'm turning into Sebastian. <laughs> That's my my tonsil accent. Embarrassed. But so then – so then um, – and, and I remember feeling so humiliated and betrayed by it. My mom was like, well, what was I going to do? I'd already gotten it. I was like, well, you could have warned me. Oh, oh no. no. But I was like so – but but isn't that weird that I love – I mean, I couldn't want attention more. But no. that's like being caught off guard though. Yeah. that's what I wanted to ask you, Esther. Like I know you hate surprises, yeah. right? But – how are you with you surprise like parties? Day. Like if someone threw you a surprise party. You know, I – so for my 30th birthday, my best – my childhood best friend surprised me by being at my house. And I was – it was amazing, right? Like it was so wonderful. But then I had this whole night, this party plan. And I was like, 
well, my best friend is here. I just want to hang out with her. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, I was like, I would have done this differently. Yeah. So I still stand by that I don't think surprises are good because there's you can plan better. But I do mm. like surprising people. But I do want to say I have a... Oh, she likes to surprise but doesn't like to be surprised. Well, like in a safe... Like for my mom's <laughs> 60th, I surprised her and that was like amazing. Like we pulled it off. Oh, can you tell the story? Well, it was just my dad and I for like, for some reason, like for six months, we talked every day about like coordinating the surprise of just like me hiding it. Well, I know why you had to talk about it so much is because your mom's usually the one that does all the work. So you're (laughs) like, we're going to have to figure out how to do this stuff without her. Is she a hard person to surprise? Well, it's hard because like we all have each other's locations. So I had, (laughs) so I had to like power, I had to power down my main phone because I have a second phone. So like. You have a bat phone? Yeah. I know. (gasps) So like it was just there's all these like little like spy techniques we had to use like my dad. Oh, my dad had to leave his phone at the airport when he came and picked me up. So my dad and I had to like plan our meeting space at the airport. There was just these little things. But, it, you know, it ended up being great. And my mom was so shocked and it was really fun. We've got to do a reboot of Harriet the Spy, but it's you. Oh, I know. I, but you're a kid, <laughs> but yourself. <laughs> I want to be a spy so bad. That was like my pastime in high school was me and my best friend would spy on her brother and his friends. What would they be doing? Playing video games. Touching penis tips. Wait, I want to say, though, your story about, like, that scary story at the game. When I was little, I was at a birthday party where there was a magician. And the magician came up to me and was like, have you cleaned your ears lately? And I was like, I don't know. And he pulled something like, you know, like a ribbon or whatever out of my ear. And I just started crying. It was like, (laughs) I have to go home now. It was like the same thing. Is that why you've never cleaned your ears again? (laughs) Well, you're not, first of all, you're not supposed to clean your ears. You're not supposed to put anything in your ear. You've told me about this about vaginas. You've told me about this about a lot of things, Esther. (laughs) Pretty soon every inch of your body will be just like mine. But it is like scary to be put on the spot like that. I don't know. It's like embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it felt embarrassing. At Halloween when I was in fourth grade, I, we were doing this like, all the kids were painting each other's faces, chasing, chasing each other around. And I had a a crush. What color? All colors. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. The rainbow. Just making sure. I don't know about what your people were up to. <laughs> I, but um, we couldn't blackface blackface, Annie. <laughs> you're tan. We're, we're black people of Asia. <laughs> no, but um, so all the kids were painting each other's faces, and I saw my crush, and he was having a good old time. He let all the girls paint on his face. We were just doing this and doing that. So I was like, this is my moment. So I got a big wad of paint, and I was like, hey – Paul John, his name is Paul John. Paul John, let me paint your face. He turns around. He's like, "Fuck off!" in front of everybody, and I ran crying. Why? And I, and to this day, to this day, I am not over it. I am not over it. That Why? was the, one of the most humiliating things. I Why ever did got he through. do that? I don't know. Let's find him, George. Pull him up. Paul we got John. Him on. We got him. Paul John. He's, he's Paul John's mom. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I was gonna say I have a boy story that I'll never forget from when I was in kindergarten, but it's kind of the opposite. Were you molested? <laughs> That's. <I'm, laughs> were you the mean girl to him? No, no. A little boy in kindergarten, like he liked me and he gave me a ring, and I was so. I've, I know I've talked about this before. I was so like grossed out and like scared and like hated it. Like you know when you just you know Our when lesbian. you're that you know. <laughs> You know when you're that age, like where boys are just awful, like it's gross. Yeah. yeah. I went home and I buried it in my backyard. I was like, I don't want this to exist. I don't know how to and get rid of a, it. And then a version of him grew into the tree. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is not, every day. This is not what I wanted. 
But it was like, it just, do you, did you, do you have any memories of being younger when the opposite sex was so icky to you? It scared I you? I remember being so boy crazy and having a situation yeah. like at my summer camp, there was this counselor named Brady who I was like, I mean, I, we had a quiet time that was like. You failed it. <laughs> no, well, I think I had to be quiet. This might be my only, this might have been the only They time. implemented it for you. Well, think about this. I also was like a Quaker. We had like the sil- meeting for worship of silence. They've been trying to, the, the universe has been trying to silence me for quite a while and, and I won't be taking that. It won't be happening. But so, um, so during quiet time, you're supposed to be like writing your parents or taking a nap. I would like white knuckle and be like, Brady's so hot. Like I just like, like hugging a pillow. Like I just like couldn't like deal with how hot he was. And so then after quiet time, the bell would ring and they would have like free time and you could go, they would have for snacks, you could go get fruit. They would have a bowl of fruit. So I go to get the fruit. I'm probably like 11 or 12. Full Hanson, like looking like such a boy. Like you can't look more like a boy. Do you have the voice? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure I probably did have the voice. Yeah. I mean, not the singing voice, but obviously the <laughs> husk. And I, there's one orange left and Brady also comes at the same time right, <gasps> to get the orange. But I already have it. And I go, ha ha, I got it. And I throw it at him, but I nail him in the nards. <laughs> I get him in the balls and he like, and he like topples over. And then I'm like, what do I do? Like. I don't know how to save this. So then I was like, I got to double down. So then I took the thing and I squeezed it on him. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, so you don't want to go to the dance with me? I'm what? Like, yeah, it was really. That is a good move to double down, though. Well, I'm Why? like, I might as well just because it's like I take the control back. So now I'm like, now well, he doesn't like me, but it's like, because I. Well, now you're just because you're now you're just a bully. <laughs> I couldn't even say that. Is word, that the, booty. the moment like that changed you forever? Were you like a nice girl until that moment? Mm. You were just a little girl who liked Brady. Mm. <laughs> no one really called me a little girl at that time. <laughs> I was I was on this um, Facebook live <laughs> audio thing with Christina P. Mm-hmm. and um, Katie Morton, who is a therapist. And one of the questions um, – It was a group therapy. You're like, it was this Facebook live thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's therapy, but you get paid. But um, she asked us, she's like, what would you tell – like your 14-year-old self, like what would you say? And oh my God, I, I never really thought about it because I think about what I would say to like a young, young me, like eight years old, but not like a teenage me. And I got choked up. Was it because you were <laughs> gagging on Dr. Cock? <laughs> Doc Cock? <laughs> what did you say? I remember now, but it was something along the lines. You don't remember? Lines. Was no. How long like ago today? was this? It was short-term memory. Oh, my goodness. No, I said something along the lines of like, you know, just like hold out. Like life does get sweeter or like I know you hate your mom now, but you She's do. She's a co- really good coach. <laughs> yeah. She cleans well. Yeah. She's going to drive you to Palm Springs one day. Let me tell you. That is <laughs> I, really going to feel I good. I drove. <laughs> no, one, no one drives me on these long, long distance road trips. I have to drive those. One time my, my ex-boyfriend and I went on a road trip. He, by the way, cheated on me the whole entire time. It was so weird. I'm like, we were just going on a tour of him to like bang. Anyway. What? Wait, it was hang really on. just one girl. but it. He cheated on you while you were he with was, him? Okay. We on were yeah, I'm on still ro- friends with him. We're cool. So we had been friends in college. And I had had, I always had, was like the person that would have the prospective students stay with me. So like people that wanted to go mm-hmm. to my college would stay in my dorm and I would like. On recruit trips. Yeah. And yeah. I would like, we would just give them, my friend, my boyfriend and I would just like give them like the best 
time. They could like yeah. we're like, what do you want, Coke? Yeah, like, what do you, uh-huh. we're gonna get you what, what? you want? Yeah, recruit yeah. trips are hardcore. I came back. We weren't gonna have them do. We told them to cut out all the stuff. Dude, it's true. I went to on a recruit trip to Ohio State, and I came back with double pneumonia and I was hospitalized for two weeks. Why? Because yes, that's how it should be. Because it's that's on recruit trips. You just get so fucked up. Yeah, you're showing them like it's the school's cool. Yeah. So I had two. I had two prospective students and. The one girl was like kind of like the sweet one and she lived in Napa Valley. So we were in Santa Fe. So we were like, why don't we go after like it was like a month after spring break. So we we're like, why don't we just go on spring break to go see this girl in Napa Valley? So we go on this road trip and I didn't really like want to be girlfriends with my friend. But he was like did, he pulled the move where he was like, you're either my girlfriend or we're not friends. And I was like having so much fun with him oh, because he's yeah. his personality disorder was really fun sometimes and then not fun other times <laughs> and really fun sometimes and then not. But um, I don't want to out him. But um, so then. But he was a Kanye of sorts. He was a, yeah, he was Kanye-esque except less of the Yeezy part. Wait, how was he Kanye? Bipolar. Yeah, oh, uh, it's <laughs> okay. But so we, so we go on this road trip and we took my parents' car I had my mom's credit card. He ran out of money like immediately. So then I was, and he was like a rich kid, but he just like lied and said he didn't have money like for this trip. So then I was like, fuck. So I had to charge the credit card. So we were in the middle of this, but I was still going to have to pay the credit card off. So then it ended up like being $1,800. We drive to Napa. He starts banging this girl. I'm like, I didn't even want to be your girlfriend. I would like go take a shower and they would hook up. And then um, when we drove back, he slept and I listened to Angela's Ashes. Oh, my favorite book. Oh, my God. But Frank McCourt. Of course, that's your favorite book. And Tiss. Tiss is after. What is that about? Angela's uh, Ashes? Well, it's, Let's just take the part Ashes. No. <laughs> what is it about? It's dark. It is it's about like, a family in Ireland. It's sad. Yeah. Um, but it's back during the time when the consumption tuberculosis they lived in like poverty it's just this story of this it sort of is a rags to riches because he does end up in in um um in college and i remember liking this book a lot because um, angela's children died it was sad it was a lot of dying like consumption children it was very very what i loved about it is the way he wrote there was almost no um periods or commas or proper proper punctuation if you think i've ever read a book and haven't had these motherfuckers read it to me in my ears you're crazy oh my god it's it's a memoir it is because and it's also like a stream of he writes more like a stream of consciousness it's so casual the way he writes that it's so transfixing i swear to god esther you would love this book so sad but so I'm listening to this. It's raining. He says he's cheated on me. I'm like, is this like, <laughs> are my tears or the raindrops? I don't know. It was like so sad. I was so depressed, but we got over it. He paid me back years later. Years later, he uh, bought me a bunch of stuff. Oh, like that's what? nice. Like really nice sunglasses. Actually, I think he stole me expensive sunglasses, but oh, he bought okay. me a lot of dinners and like took me shopping and stuff. Yeah, I like he's that. He's cool. I'm really, my, my, one of my best friends married his brother. So we're all cool. I don't, this is okay. I don't know if taking me out to a meal is a good way to paying someone back because then I'm like, well, you, we have to, I have to hang out with you to get the food. Well, yeah. it was fun to see him. He's okay. bipolar, so he's very, 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 fun. <laughs> very, fun. very, very. When he's on, he's on. And when he's off, <laughs> scary. Um, no, he was not violent. You guys, let's talk about Upstart, okay? If you're carrying a credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt, but Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. If you're like me and you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. 
that can feel crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. And Upstart knows that you're more than just your credit score, and it's expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. I'm more than 69, is that what you're saying? (laughs) Upstart believes in me. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you can receive funds at as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Tuesday. That's upstart.com slash Tuesday. Don't forget to use our URL and let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Tuesday. You guys, real talk, shopping for new clothes can be so stressful. So why not let Stitch Fix make it easy by doing the work for you so you can spend time doing the things you love instead? Maybe you've gotten used to the work from home routine, but has your wardrobe adjusted, Esther? Oh my God. I Now I have to actually like be out in the world wearing cute. I want to have cute looks, you know? Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your, for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life. And it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. You can try the pieces on at home before you buy. You keep what you love and you return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. It's so, it's genuinely I mean, so easy. only way you're returning stuff is if you're getting it from uh, yeah. <laughs> Stitch and Fix and they're helping My you. favorite part is that there's no subscription required, okay? So you can try Stitch Fix once or you set up automatic deliveries if you want to. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box which gets credited towards the pieces that you keep and there's no hidden fees ever get started today at stitchfix.com slash tuesday and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix that's stitchfix.com slash tuesday for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix stitchfix.com slash tuesday it was really like it was so fun to see him because the way I saw him, I was, this was five years later, he had moved out of Santa Fe and I had harbored like a lot of anger towards him. Like my mom had come for some reason was just visiting me and he was out the window and my mom like went down to go like get the money back and he like <laughs> drove off. Like he had been avoiding this money, which was so funny because it couldn't, they're from like Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah. He could have just spent the money, but for some reason he just like didn't want to give it to me, which is a good lesson because if you do end up like footing a bill for someone or lending someone money or whatever happens, like you are giving money away because you just have no control over whether someone's going to, you know, it was just really, so I'm working at this restaurant, the cowgirl, and he just walks out of the bathroom. I haven't seen him in five years. And I, my instinct was just like pure joy. Like I was just so happy to see him. There was no anger. And he's like, I'm sorry about the money. He's like, let's go shopping. Like it was. Oh, that's nice. He's just so like, it was really fun. We had a great time. And, uh, yeah, we've, I mean, I've had like tons of good times with him since like, and I'm, you know, it's all good, but you're right. It's not like the real thing, but that's I, how why would you, you live like in the world be, of contracts. And that's would, where I think you should stay. You should really get the, cause that's the only way you can really take him to people's court. You know, how would you like, um, to be com- um, compensated Esther? Well, I think that this is because there was an incident in my family where 
my extended family, like not my immediate family, but my grandpa lent someone in our family money. Mm-hmm. And instead of paying him back. They bought a new Camry? No. <laughs> they This person paid him back with vitamins. Oh. Because what kind? Did it extend his life? No. Okay. Because she had like a vitamin company. Okay. And like, well, was it a real vitamin company or was she like doing new, like, was it like Herbalife? It wasn't quite like Herbalife, but it was just this running joke in, in my immediate family of like, you can't fucking pay someone back with vitamins, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, but did, how did your grandfather feel? Was he pissed or was probably, he like- yeah. Like, when his own children didn't pay him back, he was, he was mad. Like, that was, he, he was very, like, you know, he was took that seriously. <laughs> that's that's a reason for a lot of resentment in my family, like in the Philippines especially, because at first it's like, oh, I'm a little bit more um, in a position of of like financial stability compared to them, right? Yeah. So I obviously like I I put several of the girls through school or the kids through school, but Only then the it turns <laughs> actually kids. mostly the girls. Um, but it it turns into this it turns into then they ask for something else and then when you say no they forget mm. that they're you're putting their children through school they're right, just remembering like that now no. they're going like you're the bank so now they're like but you already gave it to me so give me more yeah and then they're angry when right. you can't give them more than what you're already right. giving them and and but they that gets thrown in my face a lot well you know we're not as lucky as you or we're not this oh, really? it's like the guilt trips it's like this really sick 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 cycle to a point now where i'm like all my money is taken care of by my mom. And I'm like, at your discretion, because I don't want to ruin my relationships with these people. Everyone knows to go to my mom yeah. now, not to me. That's good. I should That's do that. I should give my dad all my money, but then Las Vegas would have a really good weekend. <laughs> but he still wouldn't have hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do this, Esther, is I, I give a set amount now, like every year, and I hand it to my mom. And I'm like, this is at your discretion. I don't care who you give it to, because my mom is really... Manager. Is yeah, she's the business manager, yeah, right? Get, but it's not more than what I would um, be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's more not more than I would be comfortable with. So yeah, I'm like in a similar position as you. Like my immediate family, like knows that like I'm the one. Like if there's an issue, come to me for money. But mm-hmm. I'm also not like I don't know. It's it's definitely a complicated situation. But I'm I'm like I'm. Yeah, you're like, not rich, but they know that you you're the most you're the closest to being rich. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just let me know what you need. Like, let's talk it let's like, you yeah. know. But I'm trying to like empower my parents to make their own money. Like, where it's like my mom, because my mom is she was like, Yeah, she's like, You're just so young, you have so much like opportunities. I'm like, Mom, you're fucking writing a book. Why are you writing like she my mom's like doing all this research and she's writing this book about a mill girl back in the day. And Aww. she's like doing this like for children's book and everything. And my mom had, when I was growing up, she wrote, this is so gaggable. She wrote romance novels. Like, oh, that is oh I love And they that. never got That's published, so which means they're just like fuck journals. But she can self-publish now. No, but here's the thing. She did end up self-publishing a book, but that was about me. And we don't talk about that because it's from the dark. Wait, what? <laughs> I know it's this. Too yes. upsetting. It's too upsetting. Okay. I can't be triggered. <laughs> I can't be we triggered. We love mommy. I do love my mommy. I love mommy my mommy. Mommy is the best. Mommy, 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 mommy. I'm like, Why do you I write that book, bitch? Mommy, 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 bitch. Do I know <laughs> this? I'm just forgetting. I, yes, you, I'm sure I've screamed it towards the Annie, area you've look standing. at me, your mom and you holding hands in the rain. I know. I love her. You love her very much. I love that. 
fucking bitch who wrote that fucking no she wrote a book about raising troubled teenagers loosely based on me and the forward is so dark and so mean to me and so nice to my brothers who were so bad too like you gotta understand my brother he would like my mom would take the car after my brother would have it she would press the brake and like empty 40 bottles would roll I'm like he's drinking and driving in high school I'm the bad guy because my friends get went to prison excuse but me this is a common that's a common thing of like mom favoring the sons like yeah. I feel like everyone I know who is a girl with brothers mm-hmm. this is or the- they expect it from the boy or something and the girl's supposed to be like a the girl has higher mm-hmm. standards but also she was a good girl and so she's seeing herself you know whenever there's like a fucking me too thing that comes out mm-hmm. and all the guys are always like but I mean what if he's being f-? and we're like we were raped do you know what I mean where I was like yeah. everyone you kind of like see yourself in like whatever gender you are in that remember your joke that was the funny will you please say it Which the fun one? about like when me too started happening you're like guys are I'll say it <laughs> guys are all scared that they're gonna be accused of rape like don't you think we're scared of being raped <laughs> like isn't that worse <laughs> I just remember getting in a fight with one of these comics I'm friends with because he was like, my biggest fear is being accused yeah. of rape. And I'm like, you're <laughs> like, you're like, I could think of something worse for me that's bigger. I'm like, so it, it all leads to you eventually getting butt raped. But like, we're just <laughs> raped very, like on the first level, we're raped. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but also, I've been thinking about how I love men recently. So I've been thinking about how I don't want to be a man hater anymore. I want, I want to like release that sort of energy. I don't and like I just surround hater. myself with like, the goodies, but that was a dark time in comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Right when like, where everyone was like, I'm like, just like it was just like trigger, 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 trigger. And I also understand like that that's a real thing too. But I would have to have these conversations with guys where I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say. I know that's a fear, but mine happens more often and more holes. <laughs> I I learned a lot about I. I I'm not a man hater at all. I have a lot of like wonderful men in my life. Why but, did you say to the man? Yeah. The <laughs> but he in my face. Man voice hater. <laughs> when it comes to that topic, like I've been able to recognize what deserves my voice and what deserves my right. silence. And and it's one of those things like Annie says where it can it can really spiral you, especially if you've been assaulted, especially if you've you almost have to like protect your peace right. first. So you can't get into these like mm. it's just not um, my pro- like honestly, it's like I sat in court. I'm good. You know what I mean? You had your day in court. I did my time. I just don't want to be on jury duty anymore. But I do, I do notice that it's like the guys, just because it's like it's human nature, the guys are gonna go like, oh my God, my worst fear would be that part. And then ours is like, oh my God, our worst fear is this part. But it does all end up in some sort of vaginal or or anal raping, if you think about it. If you really break it down. You know, you really gave that story a beautiful ending. Yes, you know, I just wanted to give it a delicate sort of like brown flower at the end. What's your guys' experience with jury duty? I'm so glad you didn't say rape. Oh boy. I'm I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Give me a second chance. (laughs) Let me But and that but the reason I was saying this is because I think my mom was thinking like, well I was a good girl, so she should be a good girl. Yeah. And like boys are boys. But anyway, I forgive her. But she did write this romance novel. This is what I want to say, and we'll get back to jury duty. <laughs> My mom wrote this romance novel. The most novel. exciting topic in the world. I know. We must get well, back. Well, from the woman whose favorite book is Angela's Ashes. <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's just top 10. She's going to be like, I love jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, jury duty can be exciting, but sorry. Okay. Well, you like I take murder. It it's like, if it's a murder, it could be fun. Yeah. No, but like. But then you see real pictures. Oh. I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Go back to your story. Okay. You'll, you'll, uh, this will bring this to you. So my mother wrote a romance novel and she was a part of this thing called Romance Writers of America. 
And she wrote a book and it was called Selena's Revenge. It was like a an action romance and there may have been time travel. I can't really remember. But, um, I, you know, I can't read. Um, so she so that is just like a thing that happened when I was, you know, in middle school or high school. Then I go to like some meeting at Comedy Central or someplace and one of the one of the receptionists is there and she's reading a book and I go, oh, what are you reading? She goes, oh, nothing. And I go, why are you embarrassed? What are you reading? And she's like, it's just a book about writing romance novels. She's like, I write romance novels. And I go, oh, my mom uh, used to write romance novels and she wrote a romance novel and she went to Romance Writers of America. She goes, oh, I'm a part of that. And I go, yeah, she won best, like, uh, best book or something, best new book. She had, like, won this award. And she, the Newberry. Something, but my, she goes, the <laughs> girl goes, she goes, that's such a big deal. She's like, that's such a huge deal. She wow. like, when did it get published? And I go, oh, I don't know. And then I talked to mom. She never followed up. She won and could have had like a hit book, but she just like was, I guess, got like in ahead of like in her own way and never oh. followed up. So then when I'm talking to my mom now and she's like, you have all this earning, but I'm like, bitch, you're writing a book. Like, why don't you just like make it a money maker? Mm -hmm. Just make money. <laughs> Esther, you, um, I talked to you last week and you asked me if you, what I thought about you, how you would fare in nursing school or as a nurse. Okay. Oh, my God. I was thinking about this because my uncle's girlfriend, or I guess fiance, she had just um, passed her test. Mm -hmm. And like everyone in my family was so happy for her. And I was sitting there secretly. I was like, you guys think you're happy for her? You don't know how happy I am. Like another nurse in the family. <laughs> like this is so huge. I was so happy. And then I started thinking like, because she was talking about how hard she'd been studying and mm -hmm. how nervous she was to pass this test. test. And it got me thinking like, should I like become a nurse? Like I love nurses so much. How big of a deal? How hard? Give me the real like. I have a theme for the next episode, George. <laughs> Sexy work attire. Okay. <laughs> Sexy nurse. You'll be something funny. I'll be something Sexy funny. construction worker. I don't know why. <laughs> but Kalila, like I gotta how, build. how delusional am I? Like how – just tell me what you think. Can I tell you? How <laughs> I, you I think Annie can. Break I'm this so up. sorry. When I said I'm going to bring Randy's balls, what was your reaction? Okay, well that is what's Kalila's reaction. I think you're uh, you get queasy very quickly, yeah. especially if it's not your own fluids you're dealing with. Yeah, nipples are involved with nursing school. You know, sometimes it seems as though you're okay with your own fluids and maybe someone close to you, but if it's a stranger. Like, it's a very thankless job oftentimes. Wow. Um, and on top of that, um, I I do think you're a loving person. I just – I can't view you in, like, a caretaker role. She's lying. Look at her. I just said I – I do think you're really – I caretaking is – even me, I can't do it. There's a reason why oh I quit Oh, my God. It. You're such a caretaker. What about if I just went to the school part but then, like – I just like use that knowledge like in real I life. I feel like when I said I wanted to take math classes, you're like, you're a fucking idiot. So <laughs> I'm going to say to you, you're a fucking idiot. I don't idiot. remember that. Esther, you will get through the, the actual like um, the the tests Writing and the stuff. books and all the of that studies. stuff. But you do have to do clinical rotations. That's it, a, you have to be you, in, in the hospital Are the you whole interested time. in being able to like diagnose yourself more? No, I just feel like being a nurse is such a fucking like life skill. Like, just knowing Kalila, I feel like has elevated my world. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what if I could be that for, like, oh other people? Oh, my God. People? This is, I'm just thinking of all the misinformation that's going from Kalila to you out to the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like a game of telephone. <laughs> and also, I I never finished college, so I feel like I have this this 
bug in me of like wanting yeah. to like here's what I'll say finish something out see something through learn something here's where I have a little bit of beef with nursing schools in general and how they can be so far up their own asses I went to Cal State Long Beach and it's one of the top nursing schools in the country surfing schools too and surfing schools good volleyball team <laughs> wow. um but they basically tell you this when you get accepted into nursing school. Say goodbye to your friends, your family, your social life, your travel plans. And they paint this picture like it's some sort of like the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. And it just simply isn't true. I think anyone can do it. I think that if well, you – while nursing is a really hard profession, it's just school. If you And I know you do school well. So if you just commit to it – like. I don't like how they discourage a lot of people from doing nursing school because they say you won't have a life. I fucking I've never traveled so much when but do you when I was in nursing when you're school. A nurse, it's going to be hard to have a life. No, because you work three. Usually, it's three on three off, right? When you're mm -hmm. finally in three days. Yeah, three days on, three days off. Well, how long does nursing school take? Um, for me, it was <laughs> this uh, is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I support it, but <laughs> typically it's two years. Two years, okay. Yeah, and I I do think you'll get through. Do they do they let you out in time for your comedy show at night? When did you become yes. Canadian? Did you get your tonsils out? Like, yeah. Oh. Wait, I have a question. How far did you get into college? I got halfway through my junior year, and then. But I, your I, classes have since expired, so you yeah. have to take all your prereqs all over again. Wait, you know, really? No. Yeah, I think so. Ugh. What was your major? It was modeling. <laughs> I. You know what I love is that I think you really believe that. <laughs> I started as a dance major, and then I switched to acting and then you thinking those are different from hand modeling is crazy <laughs> and, then I, and then i landed on journalism and then um yeah quit. oh my god did yeah. you learn anything in journalism you i did show i right took now? well nothing I, I don't nothing comes to mind but i took um an investigative journalism class and that was so much fun like just learning about like a deep dive into like how journalists what they do is i was like oh this is cool they like really go digging I was what what why are you we're laughing? just thinking of the trackers on the phone it's all <laughs> yeah, coming I'm thinking in full of you picture now actually digging <laughs> <laughs> you would be a great CIA mortician. agent thank you I don't think you'd be a great Corpse. mortician <laughs> <laughs> so cute I know CIA agent is like my dream CIA agent C <laughs> I think they CIA should be agent <laughs> Oh, wait, like, I thought you said CIA. You said CAA. You actually honestly <laughs> might be a good CAA, CAA agent. Too. No, I don't want that. No, you are good at gathering intel. Yeah. There have been times yes. where I've talked to you for five hours and I realize literally you've only asked me questions. I'm a questioner. How good are how good are you at keeping secrets? Very good. Oh, my God. Look at her. She's uh, dating a man. <laughs> <laughs> She's engaged. I mean, she's really taking this one far. No, like I'm I'm – yeah, I can definitely do that. Because I, yeah. Foot fetish men are going to go wild if they can. What? Because I'm itching my They're just so red cute feet. And little. You see how I've You make their mine? penises look so big. <laughs> that is a, I think that is a plus with you, Esther. I think you'd make any penis look enormous. Thank you so much for that amazing compliment. Except both your of tits. You. They look small on your tits, your giant. Oh, jugs. yeah. They look so small with your tits. My so boobs are not even you. that big. I'm just because short, so they look big on me. Your tits on me would still look giant. On mine as well. What if ours are the same size? No, Carly and I, Carly Akuilo and I have twin tits. You guys are when we've we've been topless together. It's like, oh my god, that's the same boob. Oh, you were topless together. Tell us more. Well, then what happened? Okay, engaged to a man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been topless with. I we saw. I saw Jenna the other day. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've seen your vagina and boobs. On Jenna? Wait. I saw her. It was like the third time I'd met oh, her. Oh, the comedy story. store. The main room show had ended already or there wasn't one that night. So it's like pitch black in there. And we just had enough light to like kind of go in and hang out. Yeah. Like we're sitting we, on the stage. We were sitting on the stage. Like this circle. empty, like little semicircle. And we were talking about vaginas or tits or something. Female body parts. And yeah. we're like... For some reason, I like you know how Jenna Jenna's a friend of the show. Jenna friend. is short mm. for genital. Um, no, you know, she's always whipping that puss out. <laughs> Jenna is so Jenna for people who don't know, Jenna is my friend from college, but she's very close with you yes. and, and Bobby. And when I met Jenna in college, it was Jenna was like a star to me. Like I just remember seeing her on the campus and being like, I'm gonna see her vagina one that day. Girl, no, that girl's so cool. <laughs> Anyways, see her put- and I'm I don't really know Jenna, but unless you think seeing someone's full vagina is knowing that, we didn't knowing really that, see yeah. full vaginas. It was it probably was, full listen, vagina. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was like I mean I didn't see that where it ended in the back, but I didn't see. I if know. I know Jenna at great. all, you've seen. Her actual cervix. <laughs> That's because. But she was t- saying that I think you had just been waxing her vagina. Had, did you ever wax her vagina for her? I've done other things to her vagina. No, not waxing. What other like, things? <laughs> well, no, like sometimes where. You got to taste it sometimes. Like when I first worked. met her, you know, it was just a whole lot of like, what is your vagina? What does mine look like? Let's look in the mirror together. We're all so disgusting. I and I we're like, girls is this an that. ingrown or is this herpes? Yeah. You know, like that kind. Medical nudes. Medical you, nudes. <laughs> did you pop Never uh, ingrown hair for her? Oh, my God. No, just this one hamstring hair that she had that was, like, coiled in there for years. Oh, I, oh a years? Yeah, a I years call dibs from... on certain ingrowns on people if I see them. I'm yeah. like, do not touch that. I'm coming back tomorrow with my gear. <laughs> and I have my little lancet. It's a whole thing. Gear. And, I just yeah. picture you suiting up. I do. <laughs> helmet. I do. I wake up extra early, go for a jog. Like, that's my day. <laughs> I want to know what kind of helmet goes like this. <laughs> like, she's such a theater major. She you, can't help herself. You go for a jog? Like, that's so Clarice Starling of you. Like, I just picture. But is it you're going through a jog because you, you've you you've grabbed the end of the hair and you have to run around to pull the whole thing out? No, this is just all prep for what is going to happen, which is I'm going to pull out this 40-foot-long ingrown. And it's going to blow my Do mind like and Dr. give me Pimple a thrill. Popper? Yeah, I've been following Dr. Pimple Popper. I was probably her second follower. I, I've, I've been on her. She's never responded to me, ever. We One time I, I tweeted at her. Esther, I'm sure you got something. I got a, I got a connection. <laughs> when, when she was on the rise. Oh, I, I meant like a, something to get popped. <laughs> I made Bobby tweet her one time a picture of my friends, what we think was like a piler cyst um, on Twitter. I was This is when Bobby and I were first dating. I was like, well... Like, my friend, she doesn't have insurance. She can't see a dermatologist. This thing has been there for a we long time. We need your time. celebrity. Yeah, I was like, I need you to do me a see, favor. See, guys, she's not a gold digger. She's a pimple digger. Do you understand? <laughs> do you get what we're talking about here? See? And so I was like, please tweet this. I was like, he has a check mark, a blue check mark. I was like, he's going to get – I was like, Jessica, hang tight. We're going to get this cyst taken care of. <laughs> and she never wrote back. So that was so a big bust. So the cyst has grown well, and grown and grown. While <laughs> we're talking Kaiser. about these other like second career possibilities, me as a nurse or CIA agent, is there a possibility for you to have like a a pimple popping clinic or something? Pimple popping clinic. And I'll pimple do popping and we'll clinic. do the dance and the <laughs> merchandise. Um, that would. Here's what it is. I don't want to be a facialist. It could be a pop up pimple popper. I only want to do honestly. I want to be a blackhead queen. I just want to do straight blackheads or um, deep house. Um, What's deep house? Dilated pour a whiner. What is that? What's that? It's just, it's basically like a giant blackhead. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. So you'd be like an extractor. 
I just want to be an extractor, but only for obvious ones that are that that I because if I don't get a thrill, it's not worth my time. Like some of them, you can You're work not really in hard it for, for. The money. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for intrinsic reward. Mm-hmm. She's not in it for the pussy. She's in it for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Annie, what would your second career be? Oh, well, what I'm, would you be if you weren't work at the zoo? Because <laughs> I got so much fucking uh, <laughs> what practice with you guys. Uh, no, uh, what would I be? I don't a know. Special ed teacher. Wait, weren't you supposed to be a dog trainer? Oh, I really was supposed to be a dog. <laughs> what? We should call Rex because this does sound like a lie. I met this man. I was drunk, day drinking, literally weeks before I quit drinking. And um, I was wasted smoking a cigarette outside a bar. This ripped like bodybuilder guy walks by with two corsos, like these giant fucking guard dogs, the right? Corsos. And they walk by, he walks by and then he like snaps, they sit, they lay down, they do it. Like, it's just so impressive. And I went... I went, oh, my God, what are you? This is my exact words. I'm wasted. I'm like, what are you? Like, are you selling an energy drink? I want to buy it. Are you giving a seminar? I want to take it. And he's like, I'm a dog trainer. And I was like, I want to be a dog trainer. I need a job. And he was like, okay. And then I, like, met up with him again. And he was like, all right, before you start training the dogs, because his job was to train guard or uh, fight dogs. They would, they would rescue fight dogs. And then they would train them to be guard dogs. So this wasn't just like training fucking Donut and Randy, right? <laughs> Even though it's probably way harder. <laughs> they are Even though no one control. has mastered that yet. <laughs> so I like before I could work with the dogs, he's like, you have to um, work on your leash work. So he gave me a leash and I would have to work on the um, on fences. I would have to click to a fence outside and I would have to like train an invisible dog. So I'm in my peak alcoholism. I'm just wasted on the streets. Jacket zipped open. It's snowing. I probably have my tits out. I'm just like pulling a a leash and going like, no, sit. Good boy. And like petting an imaginary dog in, on the street. And they always have you over accentuate the good. The good. Good dog. Good. And I'm petting this dog that yeah. doesn't exist. And so I did that for a while. And then he sent me to... The they had a farm with this guy Roland that he worked with, and so I went to the farm. I remember calling my dad ahead of time and be like, "Hey, I'm going to this farm. I, no, I have not met these people. It's in upstate New York. I don't quite know where. The place is called Skinner Road." And he's like, "Skinner Road." He's like, "This is a snuff film, Annie. <laughs> this is a snuff film." But so I went, and they had like the kennels and stuff, and they had an area where you would put on a bite suit. I did not get in the bite suit yet. That was going to be the next hang. But you get in a bite suit and you have to train them to bite to train them not to bite. Mm-hmm. So um, I just helped like clean up their shit and like learned about different training techniques and stuff. And then I went back to New York and they were like, all right, let's talk about money. And I go, OK, cool. And they're like, all right, we're going to need you to be on call. And I think it was like $10 an hour. And I was like, oh, no, I'm a comedian. I can't do that. I was like, I do open mics. <laughs> and then so I just stayed friends with Rex and never did anything. <laughs> but that's what happened. Well, that's a dream. That must be a common thing for comedians because when I trained to work at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe in Hollywood, I literally went through like three weeks of training. And then at the last minute, I was like, oh, I have a show. And they were like, oh, it's over now. Yeah, it really is. Oh, fuck. Why did I just train for this job I can't do? Let me see if Rex picks up. Here, let's do a banana break while we wait for this. Oh, yeah. Who is this? This is Alba Facilities. Alba Facilities. Well, watch our podcast. It's Trash Tuesdays. Thank, Thank you so you. much. It's on YouTube. You'll love. You'll, you really will like it. Trash Tuesdays. It used to be called Bloodbath, but it's a long story. But you should watch it. It's on YouTube. You will like it. <laughs> okay, I 
Oh, thank you. Will you comment if you do really watch it? Okay, thank you. You're going to like it. Okay, bye. What if that's how we got all our listeners? We just called random numbers. I'll take a banana today. That felt validating that other people had called. If it's available. Something's happening to you. It's the bleached hair. No, you know what it is? It's There's less stress about eating the banana because it's... It's in its package. So. My parents uh, really got like shamed me for not eating bananas when I was home. Why? They're just like, you should eat bananas. I don't know all this shit. Kalila says. Weird thing that they have didn't discipline you in so many ways, and that's the way. <laughs> they just like whip you with the. Do they beat you with the? Just no. That's peel? what her mom did. It I was got. me. Oh. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> oh yeah, remember the picture? Yeah. Oh my god. That's um, so funny. Did you guys hear about that man who got swallowed by the humpback whale? Is that Moby Dick? Why do you keep bringing up books? You know I don't read. He was like a fisherman, and I think he was is the plot scuba to diving. Moby Dick. I know, is but he this okay? happened three weeks ago. Is he okay? Is he okay? Yeah, he's alive to tell the tale. How do you know? Really did happened? Of- Michael Packard was lobster diving in Cape Cod on Ooh, Friday get me when that. he says the humpback whale sucked him right into his mouth before spitting him out after 30 seconds. He was just going along, and I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whale of a tail sounds fishy, goes this headline. You would expect more serious injuries, one Cape Cod doctor was quoted as saying. He had no soft tissue damage and no broken bones. But this 54-year-old scuba diver says he totally believes the story. I believe it uh, fully. It, it is possible. Why? Because Reiner Schimpf had an almost identical experience back two years ago and has the photos We've to prove it. To get That's his body sticking out of whale. the mouth of a whale who'd swallowed him off the coast of South Africa. He was filming footage of the sardine run. This Without the picture, like a sex it's very difficult to prove well, that This would really piss inside. me off. Imagine... Being actually swallowed by a humpback whale, surviving it, and then inside edition being like, well, this is fishy. Here's the thing. They always... Yeah, motherfucker, it was fishy. I was with a a thousand fish in there. They're gonna go with the pun. Yeah, they're gonna (laughs) go with the pun as someone that makes, tries to make clickbait himself. But um, Are you you him? Are you referring to yourself? I was pointing at George, young ginger. Let's go with succeeds. (laughs) Well, the last one, wedding was... It couldn't have been Esther's the cum queen. I think we might have gotten a little bit <laughs> oh more. Oh, my God. Esther, how are you doing about that? YouTube, um, Esther, um, how are you feeling about um, the being, uh, being crowned a queen? Being crowned oh, a queen my God. Finally. We really have to revisit this. It's the funniest story. thing that's ever Keep happened it in alive. a podcast. Uh, this is the highlight of our entire podcast. Uh, new photos. Still, George. Right George, <laughs> still, uh, you know... <laughs> It is what it is. Um, she came down with a cold soon after. Yeah. So yeah, back to my it. humpback whale, Esther. <laughs> Are, do we think that this is real, that it did happen and this man did? Yeah, right? Like, would he, you really think he could get this far with that lie? Like, how – what's he trying to ink? Like, a deal with – about his story? <laughs> the story's already been done, right? So here's, like, what is he – what is there to gain from saying that you got swallowed by a whale? You know, I wouldn't have thought that it could be a lie, but then again, there are those people out there that like will make up those crazy things. Just it's cute how you said wouldn't. Wouldn't? Yeah, it was cute. W- wouldn't? Oh, maybe I'm British now, <laughs> like I said. No, I always notice when she says cute things. Wouldn't. I gotta even it out. What? Wouldn't. Um, I don't know, Annie. What do you think? Do you think it's real? You know what? I actually don't care. Here's how I feel about it. Here's how I feel about it. If this man wants mm. to go, go into the trouble, go go. If he wants to go go inside, no, I just think honestly, it's like if he wants to make up this t- tall tale, 
I'm proud of you. You're creative. Do your thing. If he did get swallowed by a whale and people are coming like, I hope he has the strength inside of him to not give a shit. And obviously he knows whether it's true or not. But you're always going to get called a liar. I've been called a liar a million times. It's like, I don't lie. I know I'm not lying. But it sounds also, though, like he didn't really get swallowed. It sounds like it took it in their mouth and then they spit him out. Oh. That's going to be memed. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Ooh, Motherfucker. And uh, go, go, queen. I – damn it. No, but I – but, I mean, it's a cool story. I don't – Cool story, um, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Chill. Fucking get swallowed by something. Another thing. Annie's only interested in the lobster that she saw on that I screen. I am thinking lobster. I am thinking lobster. I'm I actually – I, I saw the clip of Esther um, – Talking about how disgusting crab legs are from two episodes ago, and I, I, I'm upset. They're they're not my uh, not my ta- not my preference. That's what I've learned to say when you don't not to like yuck someone's yum. It's not my preference. Yuck someone's yum again. That's a memer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's gum someone's dick. That's what I meant. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I am gonna be such a good blowjob giver in my 80s. That's all I can say. <laughs> Well, I guess this has been another <laughs> another ridiculous week where the cum queen was referenced for no reason out of nowhere. Well, sometimes cum comes out of nowhere, you know, just <laughs> I, right in the face. I don't know if I agree. If oh, that, well, <laughs> I don't want to bring up that I've been molested, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. You know what I want to do next week? This is what I'll tease. I want to talk about the sun, the sunblock, <laughs> the sunscreen poem from Baz Luhrmann. I think we should write a new one. I think we should write a new one. Mm-hmm. I made you and Dave listen to it, or did Dave bring it up to you or something? There's some you Dave. talk, yeah, where he says wear sunscreen. Yeah, wear sunscreen. I think that's what that's, it's called. But there's like a whole, it's like really great advice. It's really beautiful advice. Yeah. But I think we could rewrite it in our own words. We should do, because they Baz Luhrmann, we should designate um, stand, line by line to each other, and then we'll we'll read it out loud. We'll okay. Put it together and then we'll read out a new version without looking at each other's first. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll explain no, like it to that. me better later and then I'll know. Yes. Well, we'll write you the instructions, but also the – like you just write each other's part and then the other person has to read it. Okay. Right? Is that what you mean? Like what no. happened to Rudy the other <laughs> yeah. night? I, I explained it poorly, but I'll, I'll do a better a job later. That's a good example. Like you think you understood and I know I didn't. Like yeah. that's how bad we both have our own way of But then being I'm bad. really codependent, so I could have easily You're like said, agreeing yeah. with both yeah. and none yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining thank us you. for another episode of Trash Tuesday. We'll we, see you next week. One day we'll have a better name. One day. We promise you that. We do promise you that. We promise that Trash Tuesday is very temporary. We'll figure that out soon. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. And next week, I won't be this sexy husky voice girl. So enjoy it while you got it. And I will still be this. (laughs) But you'll still have Annie. You'll still have me. Wow.